And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How you doing? I'm good. I'm having a really good day today. Well, having a good day is a positive. Yes. Because I'm having a, I, I didn't have a bad day. I just had a heavy workload day. It was busy, mm-hmm. busy at work. So I was like, holy crap, man. So, and I'm tired, 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 tired. I hear but, you. We have a very cool thing we're going to talk about, something that we are uh, both, (laughs) since we're the same age, we're going to talk about growing up in the 80s. Yeah. Because I think, I think most of our like real years were in the 80s. Like, obviously, our were definitely in the 80s. Our junior high school years were as well. Yeah. Teenage, from teenage on is, you know, to 1990 was, would be our, would be our uh, teenage and yeah. all of our high school. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah. I mean, matter of fact, I think I, well, I turned 18 and 89. So that would be that. So I was definitely uh, part of that. And, you yeah. know, uh, <clears throat> I, you know, mostly looking back on like 80s movies or or things that they talk about, like, when you see a TV show now that that shows the 80s, mm-hmm. sometimes I'm just like, that is total bullshit. Like that wasn't like you know, I, it's <laughs> funny that you say that because I was watching 16 Candles and okay. the stuff that the in the beginning when they had forgotten Samantha's birthday, all the racist stuff they had said that just that's that wouldn't be allowed today. That wouldn't be allowed oh, today. No. And we were laughing our asses off. I I'm. I had a really good day the other day. We sat there and watched crappy movies and got high and laughed our heads off. But it was all things. We were laughing at things that wouldn't fly in today's society and all their racist comments and things about being gay. And and it was it was an innocent movie, but Mm -hmm. it definitely wouldn't fly today. Well, it's funny, too, because like so many people shit on those movies now because they're just like, they're horrible and they're this and they're that. The Whatever. the director, I think the director, the director of Airplane did an interview and he was like, he goes, yeah, we could make Airplane today if you didn't put any jokes in it. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, touche, mister. Like, yeah. it's totally true. You You couldn't because people are soft and brittle and they hear something that's just like, oh. <gasps> And it, and it ends them. It's like, for God's yeah. sakes. Well, people, I think we were the know. last generation that we actually had to work for what we got. We were also like the last mm-hmm. generation to um, be spanked. So we were, mm-hmm. were definitely raised differently than the kids of today are, for sure. Yeah, I also think that we grew up with comedy and people understood it. Like there, there are no comedy movies now. Do you remember like, when, when Eddie Murphy raw came out, oh, we had to so go good. and get a VHS from the, the rental store, bring it home. We were all going to watch it on a Friday night. And my grandparents showed up in the middle of it. And if you haven't seen raw with Eddie Murphy for the time, I don't oh. know what it's like now. It's been so long since I've seen it, but it was really vulgar. And we oh, no, were it's pissed. amazing. 
We it's were still amazing. We had to turn it off because my grandparents were there. But I think if they were alive now and the stuff they were seeing on basic cable, they it's not if you think about it, it's not that much worse. Or no, for, for well, those times, those guidelines yeah. for those times. I mean, you should rewatch it. I, I believe it's on Netflix. I think I'm it's sure on it Netflix. Is. If you haven't seen it in a while, it's look, I get it. He he says a lot of horrible shit, <laughs> but that doesn't make it any less funny. And I think <laughs> that and again, not I, I just think growing in growing up in the 80s, we had tons of funny movies that made fun of all kinds of shit. Like we had Porky's, which was about sticking your dick in a hole <laughs> like literally that was like, you know guys who would would go to the showers to look at the girls and if you did that today oh man the uproar right the, 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 and the and, cheech and chong and, movies like oh, those were we grew so up good. with those and, oh, yeah. and benny hill <laughs> and it's funny too because you know we we got the watered down version of benny hill oh yeah totally the, the british version had nudity mm-hmm. so it was a whole i mean we got like we got the chopped up version of Benny Hill, which was still funny. I think my brother at about seven, that was like his favorite show he to watch. Yeah, we'll go Benny figure. Hill chase the women that were barely dressed around. Yeah. Yeah, there was, was lots like his of favorite cleavage. Thing to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for everybody. It was I mean, and look, we we all had those movies. Even like for me, it was Animal House, which was made in the seventies, the mm. late seventies. Mm-hmm. But that was such a great film and still holds up today. But again, I think if you showed people today that they would just be super offended. And what about in the eighties, we weren't. Yeah, Porky's. That's what I'm saying. Like you couldn't if you if you put Porky's on today, people would flip out because the the guys were peeping up on the girls, and which would be just a I think horrible we're talking thing about today. the other one. I got which that one? wrong. I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> It was Porky's you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Porky's, and, and again, like, and even just humor in general, like, again, Airplane, we, we had really good comedies as well as like, like great romance films or action films. Like we came out of the action genre. Mm-hmm. We had Rambo and we had, you know, Karate Kid and Jean Clown. And just think about that, like Karate Kid today, all these kids that are watching that Netflix Karate Kid is because of an 80s movie that right. that still holds up. Mm-hmm. And, and all the characters and, are still on this damn show. Mm-hmm. Like, have you oh, watched yeah. it? It's and, kind of crazy. I'm like, oh my God, I for, totally forgot about that person. Well, and they're doing a great job of, obviously, that, that show's for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's for us. That show is not for... I mean, as much as they have younger kids on it, you know, kind of taking the roles on of, like, the daughter and... And the the kids that are all, you know, studying the the show is still based around the two main characters that we grew mm-hmm. up with. Yeah. Which is insane that it's so popular. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what however many years I want to say that came out in maybe eighty four, maybe? Let's see. I have no That'll idea. Be... But Did you, were you watching MTV when MTV came on and the first song that they played was Radio Killed the Video Star? Radio, uh, Video Killed the Radio Star. Video Killed the Radio Star. Yes. Damn it, I thought I got that right too. And and I am right, 1984. Okay, good. But do you remember that happening? Were you watching it then? Um, 
I don't think I saw the debut of it. But, See, we waited um, for the countdown just so that we can watch it. We had our our sodas and our snacks and we're sitting in front of the TV and we're just waiting for it to come on. And I watched that moment and I was I was trying to describe that to a 29 year old and it was so oh. over their head. It was like, really? Well, yeah, because now they just go, I just go on YouTube and, and yeah. type it in and see the video. But it was I like see. a big deal or on TV. Yeah. Do you remember on TV? Oh, the first yeah. like that's page the channel. first. Yeah. Pay channel that I that yeah, I ever like a, remember. Yeah. Then there was there was on TV. There was the Z channel. That was mm-hmm. another another cable that had movies. Yeah. That's all it had. It was just a movie channel. And then they would put on movies. Um, MTV was a whole thing. Um, it's funny today because again, now everything's on your phone and it, and it's in your hand. Mm-hmm. We would watch MTV for hours. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that was when they played music over and over and over again. Yeah. We- and great because different genres. Yeah, it, it wasn't one genre playing at the same time. It was no multiples, which I think it was great because it made people want to listen to different kinds of music. Mm-hmm. It's something Especially missing in today. the eighties, because you yeah, can listen it, to anything from like Dire Straits to got that song is that stupid video still in my head, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> all the way to like Michael Jackson first, stuff the, to Cindy Lauper's to yeah yeah. The first hip hop, we, we, you know, we're the generation that remembers no hip hop. Think about that. We are the first generation of rap music. Right. That, I mean, that is, was publicly done. Obviously in the seventies, there was rap in New York and the underground. The Sugar Hill Gang. But the Sugar Hill Gang, and even that wasn't big. MTV with Run DMC Mm-hmm. And the Beastie Boys were the first like big rap stars that opened up the gates for hip hop. Mm-hmm. And of course, then, you know, obviously like hair metal and and that was big at the time. There were so many genres. New Wave, Duran Duran was on MTV, you know, once Motley an hour. Crew was always Motley on. Crew. So and it was such a different generation, obviously. It was the party and excess generation. It was about having fun all the time. It wasn't, it wasn't, everything wasn't such a downer. It was, and even when the country wasn't, you know, great. The economy was better. The economy was better, but when things weren't the greatest, like 1980 was the hostage situation in Iran. Like that was a big deal. Although we came out of that, you know, with, um, uh, a love, a little bit more love of country, obviously, and things were getting better financially. So the country started being more about having fun, and and it wasn't such a downer. That and again, I not that the '90s were such a downer, but like musically, it was a downer. Musically, '90s. It was down. a downer in the '90s for sure. It was so much fun in the '80s. It yeah. was like I said, Even, it was dance music. Yeah. Even um, a fashion. Because I do hair, you know, back in the 80s, everybody had that big blonde, dyed blonde, curly, Mm -hmm. frizzy mess of a hairdo that Mm -hmm. cost everybody a shit ton of money because there's not too many people that have hair like that from the get. Right. So people's fashion was different, like high waisted jeans were a thing 
bulky bulky items like big uh, jackets with um, shoulder pads with shoulder pads and everything mm-hmm. was overly done with layers and like diff- you could you wore like two or three pairs of socks at a time you know and with your leg warmers and all kinds of other shit so it even for fashion it was a a time of excess where people had that's we we had things and we didn't go without mm-hmm. really in the 80s there's yeah, a lot of right, drugs like, there was a lot everything of everything was big though yeah big oh yeah big God, i could show you some pictures of my hair and you would be like what the hell were you oh, thinking well yeah i bet that was everybody look at our yearbook my hair was whiter than my shoulders and I got shoulders. <laughs> like, yeah. I was well, looking was at just, this picture the know. other day going, why did I think this was okay? Well, because it was, mm-hmm. it was okay. You, you, you didn't stand out then you were no. like everyone else because it was just big. I mean, I dudes remember, had hair that big. Yeah. I remember going to my, to one of my mom's best friend's house and there's three moms and three daughters and they'd all start drinking a box of wine. The the moms would, and they would line us up mm-hmm. and they would do stuff to our hair. And I remember my hair was so long that when I put on my pants, my hair would get caught in the waistband and they, they were going to perm it and they decided what perm rods they were going to use. And by the time they were done with my hair, my hair was huge, but it only came up to my bra strap. Like I literally lost like eight or nine inches of length because of how big and tight this stinking perm was. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. And then like, and then my mom decided to bleach it because my hair is brown. So she bleached it and it looked like clear rice noodles. She overprocessed the shit out of my oh man (laughs) but back in the 80s you could totally wear it like and and nobody waxed their eyebrows then which is kind of weird big eyebrows and and you're allowed to have like hair around your your genital area which is not a thing to do these days (laughs) oh yeah yeah i remember there there was a girl who went to high school with us named stacy and you probably know who she is. Um, she had the, she had big eyebrows, but it was one of, you know, in that time we didn't know any better. She had great eyebrows. It was one of those things where you're just like, oh yeah. Like, and I, you look at old pictures and I wonder, I, you know, it's funny. I don't think she lives in the state anymore, but um, I'd wonder, like, I really wonder what a lot of these people look like just to see, you know? Yeah. Because it was a different time. And you're right. It was big hair and guess jeans. Everything. Guess. I mean, guess was huge. People wore more than one watch. Like, what the hell was that all about? Oh, yeah. Swatch. Swatch watches. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Swatch watches. Swatch, right? Swatch. Yeah. Swatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was that was a that was a thing. Yeah, that was Mm -hmm. huge, too. That was another like massively big um, thing. Yeah. And one of my friends was asking like what posters I had on my wall, like who did it for me? And it was like George Michael back when everybody thought that he was straight and um, like Ralph. Well, no, actually no one thought he was straight, but Matt Dillon, I did. (laughs) Oh no, we didn't. I, okay. (laughs) We'll just go on with that. But all those, (laughs) all those people like Rob Lowe and um, I don't know that just all of them, like all the posters, we used to have posters everywhere, and I still don't understand what the hell that was all about. I mean, yeah, my whole room was full of, <laughs> well, definitely was full of posters. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I would probably say for me, it was like uh, uh, Heather Thomas from Fall Guy, Heather Locklear. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was the that was the bigger the bigger ones for me. So, yeah. and we can't yeah. forget the popular colors that were all fluorescent. They were oh, all fluorescent. Yeah. And it's and funny though, because I think that, that didn't that come back? Oh, a couple times for sure. Yeah. But like, that uh, was also the time when nail salons started. I remember being 16 when nail shops came into the area. We never had nail mm-hmm. shops around here. Everybody just cut their own nails, did whatever they were going to do, painted them, whatever. But mm-hmm. when I was 16, I was working, started getting my nails done. I still to this day have my nails done every couple of weeks. And that started literally when the salon started to come into the valley here. I started getting my nails done and never went back. Yeah, it's funny, too, because I remember like Lee press on nails. Yeah, I didn't need I didn't need those because I had the real the real ones. No, no, but that was like a big thing. Yeah. Like. You know, there'd be commercials and. And they were long. Remember, like long and hot pink or red. Uh, Yeah. My nails were so stinking long. I can't believe I wore them like that. I mean, and again, like if you want to go down like the funny things of the 80s, like Chia Pets. Mm. Like the the funny things, like obviously I think the 60s had the Pet Rock, which which, man, whoever came up with that was fucking brilliant. Just. (laughs) Let's put rocks in a box and sell it to people. Right. But, you know, we had like Chia Pet. And you know what? I think it was another thing that at the, I think it was at the end of the 80s. I'd have to look it up for sure. But um, uh, like QVC, like the first channel on cable that sold things. Mm-hmm. It, that was like, I remember that being, I mean, I guess it's still pretty big. It's still a, a thing. Mm-hmm. But obviously not on the level that it was in the eighties. It was kind of like the first, I don't want to say Amazon cause that's not what it was, but like you could go on and, and they'd show you the product and they'd go, Hey, we have 400 of these and you have this amount of minutes to buy it. And yeah, it was huge. It was yeah. huge to me. I was so, at, um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, go ahead. Finish your thought. No, no, no. Oh, I don't know. I was, I don't know who knows what I was going to say. Oh, so I went to Hobby Lobby the other day and I almost bought a Spirograph. Oh, Spirograph. <laughs> Spirograph was those? cool. The Spirograph. And it, again, something that no one, no one of the new generation would have any clue what a Spirograph I don't Spirograph know. They're still is. selling them. My niece had yeah, to pull me away. She's us. like, Thea, you're buying too many things already. Like, <laughs> don't get the Spirograph. Spirograph was cool. It was right? like, you put the little round thing in, you put your pencil in, and you mm-hmm. make shapes in it. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Etch-a-Sketch. Yes. I think the Etch-a-Sketch was probably the late 70s, though, but. Obviously, that was it. Or a the, barrel of a monkeys. A barrel of monkeys. What was the ones that you put in the water? Something monkeys. You would put them in water and sea they'd monkeys? grow. Sea monkeys. I think that's also from like the 50s or 60s, though. But I remember oh. like that being like the funny thing. It's like, oh, this. And yeah. it, I think with fashion, you, you kind of hit it on the head, though. Fashion was a... I think it was... Because, you know, coming out of the 70s where it was more like uh, flannels and stoners and and kind of, Rockers. you know. No, but yeah, but I mean, for normal people, it was more like that just uh, 
peace and like free love. And it was like kind of the ending of that generation through the sixties and the seventies with like more big collars and horrible paisley prints. I have pictures of me and my brother that, man, it's like I would have beat my parents, but it was in like, I could win literally. on one year with those pictures too of yeah, stupid pa- shit. Paisley's. My mom put me in. Yeah. Me, me and we, we would do like the JC Penny and Sears, you know, like sitting back to back to each other. And my my brother would be in this horrible Paisley shirt. And then I'd have a blue one with Paisley's all over it. Horrible. Do you remember Granimals? Granimals. Yeah, that was like, a, wasn't that you more like pajamas? The monkeys on the pants to the monkey on the shirt. <laughs> oh, that. yeah. It died. You, remember? you had a like, match. What was the uh, what was the uh, underoos? The ones that had that, that was like the first time I remember there being like um, superheroes on yeah. pajamas or un, you yeah. know under undergarments, which was kind of funny. And then they even got smart um, for like as you got a little older, they had like a sexier version of the underoo <laughs> for girls. It was like and, and like the funny thing is you start talking about like you know uh, where you would grow your hair. What about like cuts of bikinis or cuts of bathing suits? Like they were all really high and they were, Mm -hmm. you had a full butt, but they were like, they would go way high on your, you know, on your waistline or, or high on the sides and they'd show all your legs. It's when when you look back on, I think that's sort of back now as well with a, with more of a two thousands version of that. Yeah. It's a high cut. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I remember those type of things where, like we'd go to the beach in the eighties. We'd go to Zuma. We we would all get in the back of someone's pickup truck and lay down on the freeway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to I remember get, doing that. To get to the beach so we could hang out for hours at a time and and with no money. Like we had no money. We would mm-hmm. we would pitch in whatever change we had to get gas with the one person who had a car or a truck. We'd get on the 101 and drive to Zuma, like literally laying down with no seatbelt on and, and and get there. And, you know, we are lucky that nothing crazy happened or we didn't die in a car accident because, yeah. you know, we did crazy shit. We, I used to get on the back. I had a friend of mine who had a, a big ass station wagon. And if you don't know what a station wagon is because you're too young, look it up. It looks like a fucking boat. Like they were monstrously huge. Well, we had a friend, me and my friend Rick and a couple other guys would get on the back and hold on <laughs> on the outside and on drive your, down the road. No, on the back, like holding on with our oh, feet on the just... bumper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just dumb shit. Yeah, but um, we also were obvi- the generation that didn't have car seats. So really like. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't wear helmets on bikes. No. Or skateboards. Oh. I have scars from wrecking on skateboards to this day yeah. on my elbows. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I thought it was funny. Like we didn't go crazy though. We weren't doing 50 down the street, but we were still riding on the back of a car because we thought mm-hmm. it would be ha ha funny. And, but looking back on it, it was, these, these were great times of, of doing fun things. Like we've talked about it on the podcast before how we would just, we would go out in, you know, mostly in the summertime We'd wake up at whatever time. Let's, you know, if we're being somewhat nice, we'll say 10 o'clock in the morning. And we wouldn't, we would come home at whatever the curfew was. If you were lucky, it was 10, 1030. Um, 
maybe 11 and that was had to be on a special occasion but mm-hmm. we would be out for 12 hours at a time with no supervision just grab your skateboard or grab you know get in someone else's car drive to whatever no cell phones to be to Go be skate found around the school. <laughs> yeah but but we would we couldn't be found no one right. knew where the hell we were at we were just out doing shit on bicycles or boards or doing this where you know we didn't even we had zero way of getting hold of us and and at the end of the day it didn't matter because our parents were at work yeah they did <laughs> so, they knew how to get a hold of us they whistled they well whistled. no but let's say but during the day like when your dad was at work like my dad was at work you know he was a single dad he was home i was home alone from seven o'clock in the morning to four in the afternoon every single day so wow. there was no there was no way to get a hold of me and the only way i could get a hold of him is like you know, calling eight different channels because he worked out in the field. They had to call him on a radio. He was oh. in a truck. So I ended up breaking my wrist doing some dumb shit. And they had literally had to get a hold of him through uh, horrible channels. And I got in a lot of trouble for that because I was doing something I shouldn't have done. What were you doing? I, I went and visited my old elementary school when we had a half day. And my dad told me, don't you dare go there. And I did anyway. And I broke my wrist. Yeah. So needless to say, that didn't. You would would get on campus. Oh, yeah. Oh, we we could go back to our junior high whenever we wanted. Walk right Mm -hmm. on campus. Mm -hmm. You know, and and go see all our old friends and our old teachers. teachers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you couldn't. You couldn't do that to save your life now. Like, there's no way. No. You couldn't. There's no way to you could. The only way I could see you visiting old teachers now is on a back to school night. Assuming they were alive. No, no. I'm sure none of our teachers are working or they're either dead or or they're. (laughs) Yeah. And none of them are teaching. Even the young ones are. are, You know, when my daughter was in high school, she went to the same high school that I did. And there were teachers there that were my teachers. And I actually went and Mm -hmm. spoke to them. And that was kind of weird, though. I was like, wow, these years later and they're still there. Yeah. But I mean, you got to remember, though, you know, we we looked at it that way from the standpoint of like, wow, they're still there. But, you know, Mm -hmm. this was their life. I mean, that was their their job. You well, know. they weren't that much older than we were when they started. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them, obviously, like, you know, probably 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, like 10, 12 years. So, yeah, it would be simple to um, to be in that where you're just kind of like, uh, you but know, being the parent, it was bizarre. It just was like, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I'm sure. I think, there? you know. Going to a couple of my kids' places, obviously he went to school in another city, but it was interesting because I was um I was a younger parent to some of the his friends had older parents. Mm-hmm. And and I was, you know, I would take him to concerts and we'd do stuff all the time. And obviously it, for a while I had really long hair and I would go into these places and they were they, people would ask my kid, like, that's your dad? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, oh, he's got like, he has long hair and earrings and this and that. And he's like, and, you know, my kid would be like, yeah, whatever. Like, what's the big deal? But then I would see other parents. And I'd go, oh, that was the big deal. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, here I am. I got long hair and tattoos and I didn't look like the rest of the people. Yeah. So 
It's kind of an I interesting. I remember not wanting to meet parents because I had my lip pierced. And I was like, oh, you don't want you don't want me to be the impression that they have. So let's let's have your dad meet them instead or right. well, I'll meet them after you come over. You know, because I was kind of I was kind of in a, a weird thing like that because I didn't care. I think yeah. that was part of my thing. I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like I did. I felt so I mean, judged because my daughter's adopted. So we were always at therapists or in court or wherever we were, we had to prove that we were good people. So mm -hmm. raising her, I always felt like we were being judged and watched and just somebody was waiting for us to, to mess up. So it was for me, it was very different. I think it would have been different had I had her for sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, I know where you're coming from because look, ju being judged is being judged regardless of how you look at it, whether they're yours or not. I just think that it's the, it's the attitude of saying like, for, for me at the time, it was more like, this is me. And, you know, and obviously we're, we're I'm going to go places and people are going to see me. I felt really weird where we lived. Cause in Camarillo, it was, I kind of stuck out like a sore thumb. You know, I mean, there wasn't a lot of long haired dudes and at least not where I lived. And I always thought that like the neighbors looked at me really weird, but I was also the one that said, no, oh, whatever. So, you know, I think maybe because of the eighties, you know, there, we, there were so many different kinds of people when we were young, like, yeah, there were so many groups, um, on, on a campus, mostly in high school, uh, junior high was a little more open. I think for me where there wasn't these, there were clicks and there were popular kids, but then you hit high school and then there was like, there was jocks and stoners and goth kids. And they, you know, the, the Hispanic people would be together and the black people would be together. And it was all these different, it was very much segregated, but, but because they wanted to be segregated, like but we all coexisted. Metal, yeah. But the metal dudes were like, they wanted to hang out with metal people because that's, mm -hmm. that's who they, you know, resonated with. And the same with goth people, goth people didn't intertwine with anyone. They mm -hmm. were, they had their own little clique. And then there was like the ones who meshed in between, like, like cheerleaders, <laughs> like us, where like we knew everybody, but I think communicators helped that, which was a class that we had where, you literally learned how to talk yeah. or communicate, communicate with with other people, and and we did have cheerleaders and jocks, and there was kind of everyone in that class. Where you know, looking back on that again, I used to say it all the time, but that probably one of the best classes we ever had, and I I think that that class would be a a great thing today to have, where you just go in and talk and it's okay to talk and it's okay to be different because all of us were different there wasn't Way a lot of different yeah uh, there wasn't a lot of the same people in that class and no that's what they they wanted a cross-section of as many different types of kids that they could get so that they could break barriers of of uh you know of race and and color and, and social construct yeah exactly being from different you know, because we had people bust into where our school was. Mm -hmm. So we had different, different yeah, we people. Had inner of, city kids and then we had Valley yeah. kids. 
So we, yeah. we definitely had these different um, uh, and we were taught tolerance economic. where I don't think tolerance is being taught right now. Um, no, probably not. I, I think that, look, we, we understood that people were different. And at least from one point of view, you could go like, OK, they're just different. Um, but we didn't have there wasn't there wasn't something so like we didn't care about politics then. Mm-mm. We didn't care about the politics of our friends in high school. We didn't care who the president was and you didn't care who this was or because we were the eighties was more free of just like, we're here to have fun. We were, we're going to do what we could to not exist in that bubble. I think now everything's political. So, and in high school, like people are, are not living that high school life. And like, don't get me wrong. I think it's, it's important to learn all these things. You should learn about the government and you should learn about things. So when you're ready to get out, you're a functioning member of society. But you also have to live a little bit and and it's okay to have friends who aren't like you. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's really helped where um, growing up in the 80s, where you did have friends that were outside the the boundaries of of what or who you were. Mm -hmm. And the ones that I still have uh today from that are all so incredibly different. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But I bet you a lot of us today wouldn't get along with each other. Mm, I don't know. I, don't I, know. I think on, on a larger level, because of the social political things that are going on in this country. Now, if you go in and say, well, I, I, I agree with this. A, a bunch of people would shun you <laughs> and then another, you know, another bunch would come over and that might not even have been your friends then and be like, well, I believe what you do. And, you know, now it's, it's a very weird time in life where, you know, again, natural segregation, we segregate ourselves now with the people that we believe in or have the same topics that we agree with it's it's very odd and and i think it's it's very hurtful we're 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 running into a different place where in the 80s man i don't i don't remember that i don't even remember my dad talking about politics a lot it just it, it just wasn't a big deal i mean i know we had like the cold war with russia and and, you know, we came out of some bad things and I'm sure political, political, uh, politics were big then with our parents. I, I don't, I just don't remember it as much. I don't you remember know, my I, parents really talking about it at all. I was worried about GI Joes and playing with my <laughs> friends and going down to the, the baseball field and playing over the line and just trying to live, you know, whatever it was that I thought was right. Mostly summertime. And then school, it was, I mean, look, as much as we had to learn things, and I think we did, um, it was still a social thing. Like, we learned how to talk with people and not be on a phone all the time. And if we oh my were... God, I'm so glad we didn't have those phones if my mom saw half the shit we did. Oh, yeah. Well, and if Please. we were on phones, it was stuck to a cord in our room, you know, talking under the... <laughs> Or in the kitchen, you couldn't yeah. stretch it to the room. Well, we I had a cordless phone. Mm, so like you I were could, lucky. Oh, yeah. And, we, and I'd be like under the covers at night trying to talk to somebody like way too late. Like, oh, yeah, I got to be quiet. You know, in the, the apartment I lived in, the walls were paper thin. Right. Just like my dad knew. I, he knew what I was doing. He wasn't stupid. So it's 
but, but we, we had a different time in the eighties. And I think again, we, we found funny, funny, and we, we looked at the world differently, mostly as growing up in it. And, and again, I, I can't judge for people who were 20, 25, 30 during the eighties, but I'm going to assume <laughs> there was a lot of good times because like you said, it was, there was lots of drugs going on that didn't kill you. Um, there was lots of parties. There was like the, like the sunset strip. You, you, I think of the sunset strip during the eighties and that's when people would go down to Hollywood and party and go see bands and go to clubs. And I know that that kept going throughout the nineties, but go to Hollywood. Now Hollywood now is so nothing, yeah. nothing like it was in the eighties. It was and everybody dressed it, like either huge. Don Johnson or, oh, yeah. <laughs> or, um, one of the, or, one or, of the, what were you going to yeah, say? Or like rock bands. There was, or like, there was, mm-hmm. what was that? Square pegs. <laughs> oh, square pegs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, square pegs was the quintessential eighties thing. If you look right. at that, that's how, that's how, that's how people dress. Everyone dressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you had, you had the, the, the kids at school that tried to be preppy, mm-hmm. you know, big collars up and then you'd have eyes you on know, the cross. Yeah, exactly. And then, the, and then every athlete, you knew who the athletes were because they right. walked around like athletes and big chested and then wore their jerseys on Fridays. And, mm-hmm. you know, which I, I'm sure everything goes like that again today. The, except the, from what I understand, again, going through my kid, like it's different though. Jocks can like like comic books and be into, into everything. Like everything's kind of crossed over as well. Like nothing's taboo. Like, when I, I didn't tell people I was in the comic books when I was in high school because I got shunned. I'd have been like, why are you watching? You know, what are you doing that for? That's stupid. Yeah. I mean, it kept me out of a lot of trouble, but I, but I believe that, um, it was just, I would say better, you know, I, I, you know, we are twenties, obviously we're in the nineties and it was the early nineties were good excuse me um but it you know it it got dark quick and i think you know obviously the the years of excess had to end because they just did and and but i think we we had a a fun great time period of growing up it was it was still innocent to where we didn't know all the bad things that were going on but we still had fun and and could do all these things without the, you know, the bad things of like violence. There were no like really bad shootouts at school or the gang problem wasn't monstrous yet, at least where we lived. Yeah. It was, it was still a safe place to grow up where we did and, and, uh, good people. I mean, like I said, I mean, I knew, I knew people in high school that were gangsters like mm-hmm. straight did. up gangsters, gangsters, the people who'd been stabbed and, you know, shot at people and were in gangs. I had a, a guy who was in my home at class who literally was a gangster, mm-hmm. but sat next to me and we m- baked apple pie together. Like <laughs> there was no, you know, there was no uh, issues. There was no mm-hmm. 
I don't know. And and again, like maybe I'm I'm living in a in a different universe, but I I would say that race relations then was way better. Well, we were taught tolerance. Would that that was what that whole class was about. We were taught how to treat people as people and not what they had, not what they did, not who they were, but like how they were with us. Like our interaction is what we judged. And it's not like that anymore. Right. But I think I think just in general, it was. And I mean, on the outside world, like I just think it was just better then, at least in my maybe in my crazy head. But it was when people were allowed to talk and people just shut up and didn't say anything if they didn't agree. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, Maybe that's it, because I I thought it happen. Just didn't. I had friends of every race Mm -hmm. and it was uh No, no one said anything. It wasn't like, and maybe that's just, again, uh, I could be, I could be living through a small lens, but, uh, you know, we, we live in Southern California. In a cool place though. California growing up in the eighties, we were, we were just taught differently and we were allowed to, to be young and kind of wild and do our thing. And I don't think kids are allowed to do that anymore. Everything's so well, micromanaged. And they don't go out anyway. Everything's yeah. on the phone. Again, those stupid phones. I'm yeah. so grateful we didn't have those. Man, my oh, mom. Oh, we would have been in a me. lot of trouble. Lots right? of trouble. Well, not only that. And that was you on know, a good day. We, that, you know, we would have been in trouble anyway because we all went places we shouldn't have. We, they would have been able to track us. <laughs> like we wouldn't have been able to do anything. It, it, we had we had a very long chains. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember having, I had a a lunch pass so I could leave uh, school and go get lunch, which didn't make sense. It wasn't even 40 minutes we were allowed for lunch. But anyway, I had a pass to get out and my brother didn't because he wasn't old enough for one. And my Mm. boyfriend at the time didn't because his parents wouldn't come and sign up. And I don't remember how many people I had in the trunk of my car. And I got in a car accident (laughs) because a teacher was trying to get out and she just was pissed off and ran right into me because I was in the wrong parking lot. But I had all these kids in in the trunk of my car and I had to go around the corner and down the street um, to the yogurt to place sh- that we were all going to go and get yogurt just to let him out of the car. Cause if I let him out at school, I would have been in a lot of trouble. Right. Well, <laughs> just imagine you got in a car accident with people in the trunk. Yeah. It was a fender bender. It wasn't really that bad. Yeah. We so, actually but- took a nail and like pushed in the rubber on the, on the, um, the bumper and then added gum to it. So kind of stuck so that my, if my mom was going to see it, she'd see it like way after the fact it could have been anybody. Right. Right. So yeah, that's what we did. And I got away with that. I don't know how, cause my brother was in the trunk and I got away with it. So good times. <laughs> I think it's crazy too, that I think, um, and I know they still exist on some level, but I think, uh, the generation also miss this generation is missing out on drive-in theaters. Oh, I miss those so much. Drive-ins were so fun. We would go to Winnetka. Mm-hmm. We'd pile as many people in a car as we could. Oh, yeah. it, then it was like, it was by the car load. It was like mm-hmm. however many people you could get in there. And we would, and again, my friend had a boat. He had a big old station wagon and we would, <laughs> we'd pot, we'd have like <laughs> nine people in there, 10 people sitting on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone would get out. They'd, we'd have folding chairs <laughs> and, and, hang out and watch a double feature, which doesn't exist anymore. 
Um, yeah. Just good times. And again, maybe it was just simpler. And again, I think most people would probably say their their youth was simple, but man, ours was was so good. Growing up in the eighties was just a cool thing of big hair and fun music and um great times, at least for me. I, I think that we grew up in probably the last fun era of of it being just, you know. And a lot of new things. Like, just imagine we had the microwave. No one had a microwave. Yeah. Like, that was a new thing. You know, the cordless phone. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I remember. We used to have beepers, pagers. Yeah, but that was late 80s. Yeah. Like early 90s. I know they and had now these them. kids have phones and tablets and their oh, full blown cameras everything. are on their phones and they could oh, yeah, talk we, to people. Oh, my God. I remember having to send snail mail to my friends in El Paso. It took days. Mm-hmm. And it took days to get anything back. And uh, it was so annoying. And you well, couldn't and call everybody that was out of state because you had to pay more for it. You got you had mm-hmm. to pay for every minute of every call. So you could only call like after a certain time or on the weekends. And so waiting to correspond with somebody you wanted to see was it was hard sometimes. Well, it was like, imagine. let me just text them. And and again, long distance, like. Mm-hmm. Now you call long anywhere. Long distance was long. Yeah, you call anyone now in any state, anywhere, and it's the same cost. Then it was by the minute, and it, and at one point, like I had a girlfriend who here that ended up moving to New York. So you know, it's trying to stay in touch with somebody in New York. You know, my dad was like, "You need to get the hell off the phone because it's costing yeah. the fortune." So. It's just different, but those were like good times. Like, and again, the same girl at the time, like I found old pictures and they're locked up in a shed outside, but like big hair. Like I I had like, she had big hair and I had like a really bad mullet. <laughs> like it was, it was before I could grow all my hair out. Yeah. Like it was just a different time and, and, but fun. Like I traveled to, I traveled to New York in 1988 which was just an adventure for a kid who'd really never left Southern California with the mm-hmm. exception of going to Iowa. So you go, you know, we went to this other time and it's funny because looking back, um, her parents rented a house in Southampton, which okay. if you know where the Hamptons are, I do. Yeah. It, it was fucking amazing. And like, the, I remember there was this huge cemetery across the street and, you know, here in California, we don't have huge headstones back there. They have like, Eight they foot headstones. Yes. Yeah. No, but they're like eight feet, like big, huge, yes. monstrous headstones. Yes. So I remember going back there and just being like, this is so different. And, and I remember going back and being the, the California kid and, mm-hmm. and it was just a whole nother thing on top of that. But I'd hear, good when I would go even to El Paso, wait, you're from California. Yeah. <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> from when California. I, I, I went back to to visit my mom. My mom lived in Iowa at the time when we graduated. So I, right after I graduated in 89, I flew back the summer of 89. And I remember the, you and going the, back. And the same thing, like, I was like a fucking rock star. It was yeah. like, my mom lived in a town that had like a thousand people in it. And did you, like, did you understand where they were coming from? Because I was like, what the hell's their problem? No, not really. They didn't. But then I, I got it after a little while where... 
I remember because I knew every girl in that town and that's not me trying to pump up my, you know, my ego. I was just a kid from California and I, and I knew I was going back there. So I laid out every single day in like for weeks it was in baby oil. And when I went back there, I was brown, like golden brown. Mm -hmm. So, and everyone in Iowa was butt ass white. Like they were white, white. Mm Mm-hmm. So when I went back there I, and, and my mom told everyone I was coming. So like people would walk up. I, I had every girl in the town, like I would sit on the porch and they were like, there must've been 12 or 13 girls that were within my age, age range. Damn. And they were like, do you live near the beach? Do you near Hollywood? Do you see any of stars? Is it warm all the time? Just like just being, you know, blistered with all these questions about California. And for me, I was just like, yeah, it's California. Like, man, I grew up there. Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I'm an hour and from the beach. We don't walk around I'm, amongst movie stars every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the other thing I kind of had to tell them. I go, that's not, that's not reality. Like you go to yeah. Hollywood, you don't see people like that. You but do sometimes. I mean. You do. But, you'd run into people. you know, the reality was, you know, they think of television and I'm like, nah, it's not like that. But yeah, those were good times. And like, man, just. To, to go back and relive those would be uh, would be fun because I think the 80s were a fun time. And I think uh, some people have missed out if they didn't grow up in the 80s. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's I good mean, times. I don't know if I'd want to relive having to go through school again. <laughs> but although well, you just want to take the good stuff. <laughs> but But here's the thing. Knowing knowing how school got, I would probably still go back and relive those years because they were still fun times and, and good people. I would probably live them differently if I could go back knowing what I know now. Oh, uh, God. Be, be you scary. You know I'd be doing things differently. <laughs> yeah, I would, I, would, I would be a terror. Because I, I, I realized that some of those girls that were, that were uh, like cheerleaders and everything, they were good folks. Like, you know, we put them on a pedestal because they were popular. But some of those people were really, really good people. Like, and... You know, you go to the 10 year reunion, you realize that, oh, this guy's cool and this girl was really cool. And and then people we shunned or ignored because we didn't think they liked us in school ended up are like, oh, yeah, I really liked you in school. It's like, you, tell you me were that hard then? to get to know. So I can imagine people saying that about yeah, you. Yeah, it's really weird, though, because I heard like people later on were like, oh, you're a good hugger. And like we would always hug you. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. communicators. Yeah. But, but outside of there, like people that weren't in that class that were like, Oh yeah. I was like, Oh yeah. You should have said something then. I probably would have got laid a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Well, uh, anything else you got to say for our first of, we grew up in the 80s show and how we enjoyed it. I don't know. I just kind of feel blessed. We grew up in a time where you could get away with shit, had enough time to hang yourself doing it. And, uh, Uh And laugh the whole time. It's kind of and fun. Could, and could clean up the mess before the parents would get home. Oh, man. Like, you wouldn't believe. My mom oh. used to say, I know when you guys have parties because you clean the house better. Like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say one last story before we go. We, me and my best friend had a party. It was an 88. 88. So we were in 11th grade. Um, his parents and everyone left to go to Texas and left me and him at his house alone. So Mm. we decided to have a party. We had someone who, whose older brother could get beer. 
I didn't drink and I didn't drink until I was way later, but I was the one who had to make sure everything went down and everything was cool. Well, we got a keg. Well, we didn't think that the keg was going to bleed. We didn't know. We never had a keg before. So we pumped it full of ice and we put it in the living room. Well, it bled and bled and bled because it was, you know, the ice was melting. So the water was getting everywhere. Well, the next morning, his parents were going to come home the, that day. So that the morning of they were coming home, it was like his carpet was soaking wet. And I mean, soaking wet to the, we were wringing it out like mm. with with like a mop and and a squeegee to try to get it out the back of the door thank goodness it was near the slider anyway we, we did our best and i was like dude i gotta go home my dad blah 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 he's like all right this guy was so smart he cleaned up the house and he cleaned it up good but nothing too crazy but what he did because he couldn't get that part dry he took the mop the the mop bucket that had that had cleaning fluid in it and dumped more of it on that same spot, squeegee the shit out of it and said he dropped the mop bucket on the way out the door because he was mopping the floor and he got away with it. And he got away with it for like 25 years and me, him and his mom were, were hanging out one time and told her the story. And she was like, son of a bitch. And I was like, yeah, we locked up all their shit. He, he, the, his parents' room had a lock on it. We took everything of value and locked it in the fucking room so no one could, could get in there. So nothing would break. We were pretty smart. I mean, they were doing crazy shit. They were playing quarters on his table. Like, it was a crazy time. Mm-hmm. And here I am walking around with orange juice and pineapple juice in a, in a cup. Walking around. Because yeah, you didn't drink then. I didn't drink. So I was the only so if I was the only sober one in the probably the whole place. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. All right. Well, you know, we uh we have some social medias that you can go follow on uh Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Uh soon to be a YouTube page. I'm working on it. Uh, you can listen to this show on Apple and Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Google, pretty much anywhere you can uh, hear podcasts. We had we had somebody in England and India, so we must be hitting again for something. Maybe nice. we had a ban or something in India because we we dried up there. But maybe it's you know we say some crazy shit, so maybe we didn't get past <laughs> the uh, the censors in another country. Oh, yeah. Uh, Growing up in the 80s, if you can watch old movies from the 80s, uh, pick them up whenever you can. They they might not hold up totally, but they I think we, they were a better generation. And, and man, the humor was great, and we got to laugh. And just like this show today, we had a little giggles. So until next week, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back. Have some fun. We'll see you next Wednesday. And uh, Tina, it's always good to see you. And look, I'm yeah. getting you. I'm getting you off our podcast right on time. Thank you, darling. Not a problem. We'll see you <laughs> next week. Bye. Bye.